0: Hey everyone, welcome to another special episode of the Does It Hold Up podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Emily. And last Friday, we gave you a special episode where we talked about some of the scariest movie characters of all time to help you get in the mood for Halloween. So scary. Well, we can't really do a sequel or a reboot to that podcast, so... We're giving you another special one, and it is some maybe underrated horror movies or like underseen horror movies. Ones that we recommend that maybe you haven't watched or maybe you haven't watched in a really long time and they definitely deserve a rewatch.
1: If you're anything like me, I cannot find horror movies when I want to actually find one. So having lists like this is so important.
0: I will spend seventeen hours looking for a movie before I actually watch a movie. It's yeah. one of the, my biggest problems with streaming, which is for a whole nother episode and a whole nother time.
1: I know I start looking at like eight o'clock when it's still a good time to start a movie and then by the time I actually find one it's like ten o'clock and I'm like n I am like I, I do not want to stay up that late anymore.
0: <laughs> right now I gotta put on a two hour movie, then not which I'm I'll fall definitely asleep halfway through. Fall
1: asleep, yep. yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's stupid. So we're here to help, hopefully. With just a couple movies, you know, we're going to keep this one nice and short, like every Tuesday episode is, and just kind of give you a few
1: recommendations. Yeah.
0: And these are going to be in no particular order.
1: No order whatsoever.
0: All right, I'm going to start this off. Cool. First movie I have is from 1998, and I'm going to tell you the cast list, because it's insane. I didn't even write everyone down. I just wrote down a bunch of them. First up, it stars Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, Jordana Brewster, who would go on to play Mia in The Fast and the Furious, Salma Hayek, Famke Jensen, who was the original Jean Grey in the early X-Men movies, and the singer-artist, Usher. And really? So, so many more. Like, just IMDB this movie when you're done listening to this and just look at the cast list. It's kind of amazing. But this movie is called The Faculty. It's about a group of students who have to fight against an alien invasion. And it reminds me a lot of like, for the time, for 1998, it felt like the thing where you never know who could be an alien. So these alien parasites take over people in this little little town. And you never know who it's going to be because they act just like them. The only difference is they get really thirsty. <laughs> so like you watch people and you're like, are you drinking an absorbent amount of water or is that the right amount of water? Are you an alien? Are you a person? Cause you know, people need water as well. So it's just, it's a great way to like pay attention to the background as well. But then everybody starts turning on each other because they're not sure who's an alien, who's not an alien, obviously. And I'm not going to give you spoilers or anything like that of who it is or whatever. Just know that Josh Hartnett plays a drug dealer who doesn't do his own supply. Yeah, and you he... don't
1: do what you sell. No, absolutely not.
0: Don't get high on your own supply, guys. That's rule number one of drug dealing. Like you would know. Ah, I, I've been a drug dealer for 40 years. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not even 40. So he makes a drug that gets put around the school. And it's a diuretic. It dries you out, and that's all I'm going to say. It's wonderfully acted. It's scary. The effects are pretty good for 1998. Like, the aliens look really good. And the fact that it has this many stars in it, and I feel like it came and went. Like, people, when it came out, they were like, that's a good movie. And then, like, a month later, they were like, I don't remember that movie. (laughs) So I think you guys should remember that movie and check it out. The Faculty, 1998. Cool. What's your first one?
1: Uh, my first one is going to be 2016's Hush. It's a movie uh, a, a deaf writer must fight for her life when a masked killer breaks into her home. It's very realistic and the it's so terrifying with their use or lack thereof of sound. Just They almost make you into that deaf person during this movie where it's like you don't necessarily get the auditory clues that someone's coming. They're just going to be there. It is terrifying and so realistic that i'm just like oh giving me chills lock all my doors check my windows no (laughs)
0: um i have seen that yes and i second that it's a pretty good movie uh you know me i love home invasion movies yes if you listen to the last podcast i had a few on there i they're they're terrifying
1: every time
0: i just nobody's breaking in my house try it
1: I got baseball bats <laughs>
0: everywhere. I got knives everywhere. Were... I got weapons everywhere. My Just... house has a weapon in like every room. Just try me. I dare you. God, it's so terrifying. <laughs> and then imagine like you can't hear anything. This dude could break into your house and you have no idea because you can't hear it. Yep. It it's It's crazy. Here's here's my advice to you guys out there listening. Don't do it. Don't don't go to a secluded cabin by yourself ever. It's never going to end well ever <laughs> just don't do it
1: what's your next one
0: you know anything else
1: about hush oh i, w- I want to leave most of it to its uh to their devices like, all right i'm this is my recommendations so clearly everything that i'm saying so, is good or made me scared
0: so your elevator pitch is deaf woman home invasion watch it yes all right i'm in yeah My next one is from 2010. It's a South Korean film, so you will have to watch it with subtitles. But it's called I Saw the Devil. Now, this isn't your typical horror movie. This is a movie about a cop, special agent, whose uh, fiancé gets kidnapped by a serial killer. And now he's going after that serial killer. And he's going outside the law for it. The best part about this movie is he catches the guy a few times. And then he tortures him. And then he releases him so that he can do it all over again.
1: That's quite sadistic.
0: Oh, it's so sadistic. Sadistic? Sadistic. Woo, I can talk today. (laughs) Um, It is. It's so sadistic and gruesome. Like, if you've ever seen, like, the movie Hostile and stuff where it was, like, everybody got into that torture porn for a little Mm -hmm. while. This is that, but in a way that is so satisfyingly gruesome because you want it to happen I don't know man it's just it unnerves me to yeah. my core to watch this movie and I'm like oh god I don't ever want to make anybody upset again because you just don't know what people are capable of and that's what's scary about it true so if you, if you can stand subtitles I Saw the Devil 2010 watch it okay all right
1: uh, what do you got? That kind of leads me into uh, my next one of 2013's Green Inferno. This is, uh, after a plane crashes in the Peruvian jungle, a group of college students are taken hostage by a tribe of cannibals. This movie is seriously a, a gore fest. It is so realistic and so graphic. It is almost too hard to sit through, honestly. But it gets you so on edge you're like oh my god what's gonna happen next are they gonna eat this person or this person just Ugh. <laughs> but it is so scary so i i highly recommend it now is it scary because like what kind of scares it's mostly about the realism and the gore okay the idea that these kind of people so if you're actually looking for exist. jump
0: scares this ain't it yeah, not if You're not looking someplace. for hauntings. This ain't it. Yeah. This is this is that this like is that
1: gore fest.
0: Cover your eyes because you don't want to see what's happening
1: kind of thing. Yes. Okay.
0: So yeah, you good. You followed up one of my cover your eyes with the cover your eyes.
1: Exactly.
0: All right. My next movie is from two thousand and seven. Another Josh Hartnett film. Because I'm a big fan. Once again, dear Hollywood. Put Josh Hartnett in more things. He is amazing. He deserves all the things. Uh, I love him. Big fan. So, Josh Arden, if you ever hear this, what's up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's never going to hear this. No. No. Okay. Uh, so, this movie from 2007 is called 30 Days of Night. Now, okay. picture this. You're in a small town mm. of, like, a couple hundred people. And once a year, your town gets no sun for 30 days. And this is real. This is based on a real town. Yeah. That experiences
1: this. Isn't that like up in Alaska or something? Yeah, it's
0: like northern Alaska. It's 30 days of perpetual night. That's already bad. Like I would just sleep all the time. <laughs> it gets dark out, I'm in bed, it's it's over. But seasonal now imagine depression exists <laughs> seasonal yes, but now imagine vampires invade your town. You can't get away. You're hundreds of miles from any other town. They can't get to you quickly. And there's no sun. They're not retreating anytime soon. How do you survive that?
1: Fire. Lots of fire.
0: <laughs> but how does it even work.
1: Depends on if these vampires go with the whole uh, can't go on holy ground.
0: I mean, I don't think you could fit that many people into a single church.
1: You can definitely but try. You can,
0: you can try. But I'm just saying, <laughs> how are
1: you going to get to the church?
0: You got to go outside. And there's vampires everywhere. What are you going to do? I mean, and they it, break they'll into pick your off house. a few
1: of you, but, you know, a good, a good portion of you would survive. Fine.
0: I don't have to be faster than vampires. I just have to be faster than you. <laughs> yep. And I'll be fine. Um, so it's just, like, the concept's great, but, like, the vampires are done really well. It's really scary. You're never sure when something's going to happen, so you, it keeps you on edge the whole time. So, yeah, no, just great movie. Turn all the lights down, get it as dark as possible in the house, and put this one on. You yep. won't regret it.
1: Nice. I'm going to follow up your creature feature with my creature feature of uh, Army of the Dead from 2021.
0: Yeah, the new one from Snyder. Zack
1: Snyder? Th- did he do that one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I watched the movies. I don't care who directed it. Sorry. Uh, This one is after a zombie outbreak takes Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble to go into a quarantine zone in hopes of pulling an impossible heist
0: uh thank you imdb for that movie description because that felt very i may have right from it
1: i may have gotten a lot of that from google
0: right, that works <laughs> i just <laughs> I had to call that out that felt a little more like a uh,
1: very well the... written okay. yeah yes. that was not necessarily in my own words i like i did the whole idea where you change like one or two words so that you know it teachers don't <laughs> catch you on it
0: it's not plagiarism If you change a few words.
1: Yep, just a few. Um, For me, this movie has, you know, obviously zombies, but they are uniquely scary in the fact that they are intelligent and coordinated. They follow one major leader, and that just terrifies me. The idea of zombies is scary enough, but the fact that they can be coordinated, terrifying. So... Not only do you get a fun zombie movie, you also get a heist movie. So if you're not like fully on board with a horror movie, this is a good one to kind of like
0: ease yourself into. Exactly, makes sense. Um, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I thought it had quite a few like fun moments too. Tignataro is wonderful.
0: I put Tignataro and all the things too. Josh Hartnett and Tignataro need to do a movie together. Yep, that's it. Done. Hollywood, get on that.
1: There's always a thing where, like, if anyone is problematic, doesn't matter who they are in Hollywood, they should just be replaced by Tignataro. Okay, so why don't you
0: tell them the the backstory of Tignataro real quick, sum up why it's important.
1: So I don't remember who originally was playing uh, the role that she took on, but it was a person who did all...
0: Delia. I don't remember his first name, but his last name is Chris Delia. That's his name, Chris Delia. So
1: they filmed his entire thing, came out that he was super problematic. Once again, don't remember what he did. I'm not super into that, but... They no longer wanted him in the film. So what they did is they went in and green screened in Tignataro into all the spots that he was supposed to Who's be She Who's a in. wonderful actress in her own right. She is. She nailed it. And you can barely tell. Most of the time, you can't tell at all that she's not actually there. But there's a few times that you can kind of tell. But she did fantastic. Like she
0: didn't even meet the other cast, really. I yeah. think she had like two scenes with an actual cast member. Everything else was just her and a green screen. And then they superimposed her into the film, and it works really well, and she's fantastic. So, put Tig in... Th- Every time somebody's problematic, remove them, and superimpose Tig Notaro.
1: Hey, Aquaman.
0: Yeah. Go, uh, go for Tig Take Notaro. Amber Heard out. Let's get Tig Notaro.
1: Yep. I want her Mira. to be everyone. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs>
0: All right. My next movie is an oldie but a goodie. Not that old. Uh, I think for most of our listeners, it mm-hmm. might be old, but... It's from 1996. It stars Michael J. Fox at the height of his powers.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Directed by Peter Jackson, before he would go on to wow us all with The Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. It's called The Frighteners.
1: Oh, yeah. this
0: is a great film. Now, when you first start watching it, you're gonna be a little confused why I would recommend this as a horror movie. Michael J. Fox plays a man who helps people because he can see ghosts.
1: Okay. He like hangs
0: out with like he's friends with ghosts
1: i mean who wouldn't which be? is
0: just crazy um but he has these ghosts go in and like haunt people and then he goes in and removes them and he gets paid for it he's a con man
1: <laughs> and it's great you know what? that's a wonderful uh
0: do concept it. yeah do it it's great yeah if you can make the money make the money they don't need to know but so it's a comedy at first and then a guy dies and michael j fox is talking to him and the guy doesn't believe he's dead So it's like their whole comedy shtick of him trying to get back to his wife because he won't believe that he's dead and Michael J. Fox trying to like not help ghosts but also at the same time help. And then it takes a hard turn. All of a sudden, a ghost starts killing people and other ghosts. Ooh. Like a Grim Reaper ghost. Yeah. Starts just murdering fools. Then it's like a whole cat and mouse game and then a detective gets involved and... It takes a hard turn into like it will scare the hell out of you quickly,
1: and it does it well.
0: It does it real well.
1: That's always good. It's two different genres in one. It's great to do that kind of two different genres, and then switching halfway through can really mess it up. But if you're saying it does it well, I'm really interested. Now, the first time I watched it, I was a little like, "What the bullshit?" I thought
0: it was a comedy, (laughs) but every subsequent watch, it just Gets better for me because I know it's coming. So if you know it's coming, you'll be good with it.
1: Which you kind of know it's coming since you're listening to this. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so 1996, Peter Jackson, The Frighteners, Michael Jackson Fox is wonderful in it. Check it
1: out. All right, talking about movies that are you know easing people into horror, I would recommend The Fear Streets. I, I put an S on that because there are part one, two, and three. They do have a uh, overarching plot, but they do follow three different like subgenres of horror in the different films. So it's really like a love letter to horror, but it's also rather scary at the same time with great concepts.
0: Yeah, right. Like the first one is modern horror,
1: I believe so. You um, know, like yeah, s-
0: like psychological, and being then it goes to down. slasher. Then it's a 1980s slasher film. Yeah, and then it goes old school, sixteen hundreds witch hunting. Yes, witch stuff. Yeah. You can probably skip the third one unless you need to finish the story. I didn't care for the third one as much as I cared for the first two.
1: I still really enjoyed it, mostly because I was invested in these characters and the overarching story by that point. But I th- I think it's a great little introduction to horror. It's not like super, super scary, but there are some good kills in it. And it's such. So here's, such a, here's the thing.
0: Those are based on kids books mm-hmm. by R.L. Stein, the Fear Street mm-hmm. series. Yes. By R.L. Stein. So you go into it going, ah, it's a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Whatever. No, no, no. You're right. Some of those kills
1: are gruesome. Brutal. Yeah.
0: All I'm going to say is Bread Slicer. Ooh, yeah. That's all you need to know.
1: That's all you need to know.
0: But very good. And I think a lot of people watched them when they came out on Netflix. They're available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They're Netflix produced. I think a lot of people watched them and then just immediately went, okay, it's not Stranger Things.
1: Yeah. I feel like they came out at a weird time. For, for what they are they, they came out all in the, the one year but they came out like a couple months in between and it was just a weird time for them to come out I think if they were coming out it was more like so over now, summer Which yeah. was weird like yeah just weird but I think a lot of people should take that leap into horror with the, these these movies
0: get those kitty horror in there yeah yeah all right my next one we're going back to 2006 another foreign film from Thailand. This time, it's called Shudder. There okay. is a 2008, I want to say 2008, American remake, avoided at all costs. <laughs> Do not watch that crap. That is bad. Uh, but this one's really good. So it's about a couple who start seeing weird shadows and figures in pictures that they take. Mm-hmm. And then this mystery unfolds about like what that is. And they learn that one of them, the man or the woman, one of them can't run from their past because it will always find you, and they're being haunted basically by it.
1: Karma. Oh, karma! <laughs> such
0: big karma in this movie. There's a gut punch of a moment when you find out why what is happening is happening. It's a literal like gut punch. Like it will suck the air out of your lungs to be like, holy sh! They deserve it.
1: So you get. A nice supernatural haunting along with like real world stuff. Evil. Yeah. Basically.
0: Yeah. No, it's fantastic. I won't give away the twist. Just know that a lot of people die by suicide because of things that happen in this movie.
1: So trigger warning. If if that is something that triggers you, don't watch it. <laughs> Correct.
0: Correct. Don't watch it. But if you can get through it, again, subtitled, but it is amazing yeah maze balls all right watch this all right (laughs) hit me with your next one
1: my next one is uh from 2015 it is hell house llc this is a documentary style found footage film uh, about a disaster at a haunted house with unexplainable happenings basically um for me it's one of the it's, it's easily one of the best found footage films I've ever watched. I normally hate found footage films. I hate shaky cam. And this does it at the bare minimum. A lot of it is like hard cams that they've set up to kind of watch this haunted house as they're building it. And the scares are so creepy because they're all like most of them are just in the background. You have to be paying to the background, paying attention to the background, Otherwise, you miss, like, half of what makes this movie scary. I had to walk my dog afterwards, and I was like, nope, just looking everywhere. Nope, things are going to be turning as soon as I turn. I know it's going to happen.
0: That's the best kind of horror that can, like, affect what you're going to do immediately after the movie.
1: Seriously. like, the
0: movie may, like, looking back on it, you're like, meh. Maybe it wasn't that scary, but in the moment, when you get that scared, that, like, I got to walk through the house and turn every light on as I go through that room. I know it was a good movie.
1: Yeah, it's one of those moments where you have to turn the lights off and you have to, like, turn it off and run as fast as you can under your <laughs> covers. And right, like, like you're
0: like you're seven again.
1: Ah, mom! Don't let the clown mannequin get me.
0: Oh, that's so good. Love those kind of movies. <laughs> um, also, that is also part of a trilogy.
1: Yeah. Hell House
0: 1, 2, and 3.
1: The, two. Number one is the best. Two, is okay. It gets a three? little out there. Three definitely like goes off the rails. I still enjoyed it to a point. To finish the story. Yeah, but it the the first one is where the magic happens. The second two are kind of just like
0: repeating. Mm,
1: yeah, you lost a little bit of that magic that was in the first one.
0: Understandable. Funny that you mentioned clowns because my next film is entitled Clown.
1: Ooh, yes. Two
0: thousand and fourteen. It's a low budget horror movie, but it's terrifying. It's about a man who forgets to hire a clown for his kid's birthday party. How dare you? I know, right? Like, okay, terrible father alert.
1: <laughs> Karma car- is coming for yes, this guy, too.
0: Absolutely. But he finds an old clown costume in a trunk in his basement.
1: Yeah, that, like, because that's definitely, I think that happens. First just of all, happens. how did
0: he not know it was there for all these years or whatever? Just, Just weird. But he puts it on. I
1: was gonna say basements are the, the bane of my existence. Yeah.
0: But he puts <laughs> on this random suit that he finds because he's like, I can be the clown. Oh yeah, you're gonna be a clown, all right, sir. This suit comes with magical powers.
1: Who I was gonna say, is it like the mask?
0: And it starts no, not no nah, it starts changing him. Ooh. He can't take the damn costume off anymore okay. once he puts it on. It suctions to his skin and slowly morphs him into A clown, a killer clown who craves children.
1: So we can thank this movie for coming up with that craze of people in clown costumes.
0: Yeah, I'm going to blame it on this movie. I think this was during that time, like I think 2016 is when we had that weird clown scare that where clowns were everywhere just walking down the street for some reason. Yeah, Uh, This was from 2014, and that was also a time where like a lot of clown movies came out. Mm -hmm. But some of the bigger budget ones just, who cares? This one is just so good. It feels grounded and it's creepy. And this guy being body morphed into this weird clown is scary on its own, let alone the stuff that happens during.
1: Honestly, some of the best horror movies are the lower budget ones.
0: Oh, well, 100%. They don't have studios telling them what to do. Yeah. They just make something to be scary.
1: And you always can tell that they like have a passion for what they're making. I feel like not every genre gets that. Oh, kind yeah, of passion.
0: absolutely. You got any more? Uh, what do you got?
1: I have uh, n- another found footage film. How many, how many
0: left? Two. How many you got left? Two. Oof. Okay. okay. Go.
1: So this is from 2018, Butterfly Kisses. After finding videotapes about an urban legend known as Peeping Tom, this filmmaker becomes obsessed and wants to go find him. It's it's another decent found footage film. It has great spooky scares because it goes from the uh, videotapes that this person found, so it's it's quite like realistic of finding these videotapes, seeing this peeping tom like start coming forward, and then it start affecting the filmmaker's life as well. So it is kind of like, hey, don't go looking at old videotapes. Scary.
0: <laughs> Sometimes there's a reason videotapes are locked away. I'm not going to say that this is that time, but, but I'm pretty sure it is.
1: <laughs> it's probably this one.
0: Is that it? Yeah. Okay.
1: I I, I think it speaks for itself. in the yeah, guess, that it's right. like, that's Once again, those background kind of scares that are really going to really get She just you.
0: wants you to watch these.
1: She doesn't want to give you anything.
0: No. She's like, hey, here's the name of the movie, and it's about people. Now you should watch it. And it has
1: my seal of approval. Yeah. There you go. Watch it.
0: (laughs) All right. This is my last one. Uh, This is from 2019. So Mm -hmm. a more modern one. It's called Haunt. Yeah. This one is a weird pick for me. Because, like, it's got some scares in it. But it's also, like, jokey at points. And, like, gets a little off the rails. Mm -hmm. But I don't care. It was enjoyable. It's about a group of friends who end up at a weird haunted house one night. Where they have to like lock all their phones up and everything and go through. And it's supposed to be like the scariest haunted house that they've ever been in. Mm -hmm. But as they're going through it, all of a sudden shit starts going south real (laughs) quick. And they're being killed. Like for real. They're getting like teased with their like darkest fears and stuff. And they're being tortured. And it's how do they escape? And it's about these guys, all the the workers at the haunted house are all in on it. How do you get out?
1: I know there's been a craze of that kind of horror film where it's like, it's at a haunted house, but it's actually going to kill you. But I think this one actually did it pretty well.
0: Yeah, there was another one that I was going to put on the list called Hellfest. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what year. Same idea. They're at like a festival, like a haunted festival. And as they go through the haunted house, a guy's actually offing people and making them part of the display so nobody really knows. Like, yeah, they had a whole craze there for a while. But this one, I think... Toes that line of like good, like really good. And then like, I could probably skip this five minutes and not care, (laughs) but the good parts outweigh the bad, which is why I'm giving it a recommendation. Yeah. All right. That was my last one. What's your last one?
1: My last one is from 2020. It is run from Hulu. Uh, After being controlled by her mother for her entire life, Chloe starts to unravel dangerous secrets about her life and her mother. I don't want to give anything away, but it's very almost... uh, Like, it's definitely psychological. It's not going to be all that gory. It's definitely about... Is, you know, can you trust the person that you're supposed to trust the most? And that can be rather scary in a a headspace sort of way there's a few uh jump scares in there not too many not crazy but it is one I feel like people wanted to be super happy about this movie but I feel like not a lot of people actually ended up watching this one because I know I only watched it recently and it's back from 2020 so that's our recommendations uh I'm going to go through mine, and I know Adam's going to go through his to kind of go with where you can watch these from. So, like I said, Run, you can see on Hulu. uh, Prime Video for me has Butterfly Kisses and Hell House LLC. And then we go to Netflix for Hush, Green Inferno, Army of the Dead, and Fear Street Part 1, 2, and 3. What about you?
0: All right. So, The Faculty, you can find on HBO Max. I Saw the Devil. Is on Hulu. 30 Days of Night. If you have Pluto TV, you can watch it there. If not, you can rent it on platforms like Vudu and Movies Anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Frighteners, Peacock, Shudder, you can watch on Vudu. You can either buy it or you can watch it free with ads. Uh, Clown is on Peacock and Haunt Prime Video. Awesome. So go check these all out, guys.
1: Yeah. These are some of our recommendations Clearly not all of the best horror movies ever. So if you have any that we did not list and you would love to have. So if there's any we didn't list that you would like to put out there, please hit us up at the socials, which Adam will tell you.
0: Uh, Twitter at does it hold up one three. Instagram does it hold up one three. TikTok does it hold up underscore between each word. Facebook does it hold up and YouTube does it hold up. We use the same profile pic for every single one of our socials. So if you see the screen with the red chairs and it says, does it hold up? That's us. Come follow and subscribe, share all that good stuff. We appreciate you guys listening. We'd love to hear your recommendations. And as always, you know the drill. Keep watching movies.
1: Bye.